Technically, it's three camps. We have three different encampments. Camp Brookwoods. Brookwoods. Camp Deer Run. Camp Deer Run. River Outpost. Three camps. Moreau and Brookwoods. Deer Run. River Outpost. The Three Camps Podcast. With your hosts, John Cooper and Seth Coates. Three Camps Hey everyone, welcome to the Three Camps Podcast. I am alone in studio today, Seth is on the road, but we were able to get up another First Tuesday series, which I'm bringing to you now. We have a few more episodes coming this month. Happy February to all. Episode 21, baby. Let's get into it. It's February. And it's First Tuesday. It's just First Tuesday. The shortest month of the year is in front of us. Directly after camp in 2019, a group of staff decided the best way to end summer was to go on a journey up to Mount Katahdin and bag one of the highest peaks in Maine. My wife was raised in Maine and had not yet hiked the mountain. So being the adventurous parents that we are, we decided to join the group of staff with our children. Maine had just turned 11, Braden was 10, and Sadie was not quite eight. And fun fact, Anders was with us, kind of. Kathy was pregnant with him at the time. It's a big mountain and a full day's hike. And I knew that I was up for the task and I was fairly confident that my family was up to it as well. My confidence for something like that, a hike like that, comes from doing all kinds of challenging things. I've hiked all the 46 peaks in New York. I've spent multiple two-week periods on trail in some pretty remote wilderness. And before that day, I had already hiked Mount Katahdin 2.5 times. The 0.5 is an interesting story, but not today's story. I once was on a canoe trip with a three-mile portage in Canada. Starting off the portage day, I remember thinking that it would be pretty hard. But it wouldn't be the hardest thing that I had get through it. Our kids did it exceptionally well on that Katahdin hike. Maine actually hiked in the fast pack on the way up, and that group summited an hour before the rest of us. It was an aggressive hike with some very challenging parts. I remember on the way up, there's a spot just above treeline on the hunt trail, where you actually have to kind of move around in front of a large boulder, and there's kind of a little short drop-off um, just below you. And it feels a lot like an exposed move, and it's genuinely scary. But in the world of like mountain climbing, it's relatively safe. I remember a couple of our kids being pretty nervous, like to the point of tears. Even Kathy didn't like that spot. To that point in their life, I think navigating those boulders was the greatest physical and probably mental challenge that Braden and Sadie had faced. And on the way down, when we were below it, having moved through the obstacle, I stopped us and asked how they felt about that spot. The spot that had terrified them on the way up. Both had a strong distaste for it, but each admitted that it was worse on the way up. A few miles later, Braden sat down and announced that this was too much and he wasn't going on. I told Kathy and the others to just keep going and I sat down with him. 
telling him that we would continue when he was ready, and reminding him that the only option really was to keep hiking. I remember him looking me in the eyes and telling me that he was not like me. This was easy for me, but not for him. I'm not tough like you, Dad. I told him that I didn't expect him to be as tough as me. That no one expects a 10-year-old boy to be as tough as a 39-year-old man. He was quiet, and I found words that I had been looking for. I told him, I think that tough is like a muscle. And they have to keep doing hard things to get tougher. And that you don't realize that it's growing because you keep having to do harder things. I've been working my way through the New Testament in my personal quiet time. Recently, I arrived at James. And I kind of have a love-hate relationship with chapter one of James. You know the section. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. As a young man, this was the default passage of youth leaders and camp counselors to basically say, see, hard stuff in your life for your faith is a good thing. That line of reasoning has always seemed to be a little disingenuine to me. Like they wanted me to be eager for hard times. Maybe like my son on that mountain, I just don't want my life to be hard. Maybe I don't want my faith journey to be hard. I was and am a path of least resistance person, like most people. We want the sunshine and the rainbows and the warm beaches and not the hard stuff in life. I don't read James 1 and think, yeah, sign me up. I'd like more of that perseverance stuff in my life. If you had asked the teenage Seth Coates about this, and if I had been honest, I would have told you that I wanted a strong faith of the untested kind. I didn't like spiritual seasons that seemed dry or challenging or testing in my life then, and I don't like them now. But I've gone through some. And how do you know when the testing of your faith period of time is over? You don't. There's no announcement or congratulatory ceremony. No one shows up to say, hey, you did it. You made it. This crappy time that you've been going through for the last couple months or years or more, it's over. But somehow when you look back, you can see that you've come through or that you are coming through. And sometimes, like my children coming down off of that little cliff, you can recognize that you don't like the process that the Lord has you going through. You can see this when you look back at a season of time or a period of your life that might not have been fun. Getting to mature and complete spiritually happens over time and without a clear end date. If you think back on the things that I've been discussing on the first Tuesday of the last couple of months, these things are not easy. It takes work to reflect back on the summer and consider what God was laying on your heart as the growing edge of your spiritual life. It 
takes conscious effort to notice and be thankful for the ways that God is growing us into his people. It takes real fortitude to plug into Christian community, read the Bible, be purposeful in prayer, all the things that carry us in our walk, even more so in seasons of life that are hard or testing, like James talks about. It's February, and it's Tuesday, just first Tuesday. What season of life are you in? Is it hard to do the things that we've been talking about? Are we seeking the path of least resistance, waiting on summer to bring us that shot in the arm that we so desperately need? Will you embrace hard things in your life as God's refinement of your character? God's way to grow your spiritual muscles? Are we eager for God's work in our life? Or are we just getting through, toughing it out on our own? Will we ask God for wisdom like James suggests to help us get through these times? I was pondering these things the other day in church and I pulled out my phone and I made a few notes to capture what I felt like God was putting on my heart. And while I was doing that, the worship team started playing a song. And maybe John will do some of that magic that he does where it just kind of starts playing in the background. Maybe you know this one. But I was thinking about what I would cover today and struggling with talking about doing hard things. And here's my struggle. Because our Christian life is this weird mix of our effort and resting in Christ's death and resurrection. For in my need, his power is displayed. And to this I hope, my shepherd will defend me. Through the deepest valley he will lead. Oh, the night has been won, and I shall overcome. Yet not I, but Christ in me. That day on Katahdin, after I described how we get tougher, Braden silently nodded his head, took a moment, and then got up and kept hiking. Must be like that. Take a minute to remember God's truth. Remember Christ's work in your life. And then take the next step in your faith journey towards becoming more like Christ. You have been listening to the Three Camps Podcast. This episode was produced by Seth Coates and myself. We thank you for coming along with us on this, our 21st episode. Big thanks to Seth for putting all the hard work into making this series happen. We hope they find you well. We'll see you soon. So long.